I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the juxtaposition. As you know, it is February, which is the month of love, and we have started a new series called Love is Beyond the State of Being in Love. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we came up with this um, title is that um, love is not just the physical, emotional feeling, but it's beyond that state of that fantasy feeling. It's more than that. It's deeper than that. And so as we journey through February, we're interviewing four couples, beautiful couples that display what love is and Mm -hmm. they explain um, what marriage is about and their journey. And so as we continue to show these couples, just journey with them and hopefully everyone learns something new. I've learned something new, I think. I've learned a lot from them. Different couples, um, lot from one year to 31 years. So that's a lot of knowledge and wisdom. So So that's... um, that's I it. learned a lot too. Oh, well, yes. So as you know, <laughs> this is the juxtaposition and this is love is beyond the state of being in love. Enjoy. Okay. Introduce yourselves and how long have you guys been together and tell us your story. That's a lot. Oh, that's, that's, that's a lot going on there. <laughs> wow. Let's start again. Introduce yourself. My name is Delvin. Uh, Delvin Rondon. And my name is Carissa Rondon. How long have you guys been together? And tell us your story. We've been together for two years. Well, yeah, fully in total, we've been together for about two years. Yeah. We've been married for just over a year. Yeah. Wait, oh, our story. (laughs) You want me to start? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I can start. No, yeah, you should start. So essentially, what happened was um, there was a fire where I was living, and um, I moved um, to a family's house, but it was a little bit crowded, so um, a place opened up, I, or a room opened up at her house, and um, yeah, they just um, said I can stay there for as long as I needed, so I went over there. That's yeah. how we met. Yeah, Yeah, because our family, or me and the rest of my family didn't even know Delvin at the time, um, but we were connected through our pastors at Christian Center Church. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then he moved in, and that's how we met. Um, so, you know, very interesting um, way to meet someone for the first time yeah. living in a house together. Um, but yeah, so he moved in. We're telling you, like, our full story, right? Okay, so he moved in, and um, he had moved in at the beginning of December, I think. Or like mm-hmm. part way through December, mm-hmm. and at the time, um, we were actually kind of both in complicated relationships, um, and so the reason that's relevant is because it allowed us to kind of get to know each other in a very platonic way um, when he first moved in, mm-hmm. and we were able to just start to build a friendship just because he he lived there, you know. So we were all hanging out like him with the rest of my family as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we just started to get to know each other. Um, and then, do you want to say anything or want me to keep going? No, you're way better at telling this than I am. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, all power to you. Just keep doing okay. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then basically what happened was around the same time, unknowingly, we ended 
kind of the relationships that we had. Um, and shortly after that, we were having just a lot of great conversations together and started recognizing that we were starting to have feelings for each other. Um, but at the time, this was not something either of us was looking for. Um, we were both very much wanting to enter into a time of singleness and just focus on God. And so we started, yeah, but we, I mean, he was still living with us at the time because um, his apartment, you know, wasn't even available to move into. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of had to navigate, okay, we're starting to feel this way about each other, but we don't think this is where God is leading us. And so um, we just tried to set boundaries and be careful. Mm -hmm. um, but what happened was like, we obviously kept getting to know each other and just recognize that our feelings continue to grow and the more that we learned about each other, the more we liked each other. Um, so we decided to tell like some of our closest friends and mentors just to get their feedback on it, assuming they would think we were crazy and tell us to chill. Mm. Um, but everyone we spoke with was like very supportive and like kind of go for it, you know, see where it goes. Yeah, because I think it was more so, um, they, they had a, a full picture of who we were before mm. and, and, and during the process as well. So I think that <laughs> really, um, it really helped them, like, just help us motivate us, you know, or motivate us, or would it be motivate? No. Or just give us permission, yeah, I, like, feel comfortable with yeah. getting to know each other in that way. Yeah, because um, it was still, like, it was still, like, a little weird. Like, we didn't really want to go into a relationship but we felt like we were heading in that direction so we just wanted um you know opinions from other people to be yeah, yeah. to make sure we weren't like yeah should should we just like stop fully that kind of thing yeah um and one thing i should mention is like during this time um of us getting to know each other and having these conversations um god was really working in both of our lives and, and in both of our hearts so at, yeah. at that in really time powerful ways too yeah. yeah so i was in a season where I had been like really far from God for several months, almost for a year actually. And um, around the time when I met Delvin, um, God was really starting to knock on the door of my heart and just, um, just be like, okay, come back to me and like really trying to teach me things that I had been struggling with. And the incredible thing that was part of us getting to know each other was how God used Delvin in bringing me back to him. And it's not like all credit to Delvin, like it's not like Delvin did it. Um, but God really did choose to use Delvin to help me just open up about what I was struggling with and like things about myself and um, beliefs that I had and like identity issues um, mm -hmm. that I had never really been able to talk to somebody about before. And um, all of those things allow, like were part of us kind of falling for each other um, because God was doing so much, you know? So it was like, okay, the more time that passed, we just felt like this has to be from God, you know? Because, I mean, I think for us, at least, that's what we would want in a relationship is like, this person is helping me become closer to God mm -hmm. and grow in my relationship with him. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to touch on like your own experience in terms of? Yeah, it was very similar. And um, I, was, I, was, um, I wasn't really looking for a relationship, but uh, I was more so trying to um, build a relationship with God much more intentionally. But um, he really used Carissa to just draw me in as well. Again, um, wasn't fully her, but I was already in the process of being drawn closer to God at the time. And mm -hmm. he just used her um, as part of that process as well. And it just 
kind of catapulted me into, um, you know, just closer to God, you know, just to, into that relationship that I was desiring. Mm. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was just, um, like, so amazing, you know. It was, it was something that I was really desiring. And for so long, there was just something that was um, almost lacking. But through time, God was just uh, pulling me in closer. And this was, like, just already before we had met um god was already mm. pulling me closer to him and um yeah just kind of um kind of progressed into um our relationship right yeah, yeah so um there came a point as we were getting to know each other that um we we got like some really good feedback um from our mentors specifically in terms of like where our relationship was headed mm. um for him that's pastor john who um, was the person who was actually him and his wife, Pastor Jesse, are the reason that we met. Um, mm -hmm. And so this really good feedback actually like terrified us because we had so many fears about going into another relationship. And so at that, I think at that moment, it was it became very real, like what we were opening ourselves up to. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, do we keep going or just like... Yeah, we were kind of like, hoping that people would say, yeah, don't do this, yeah. you know? Because um, we just did not think that that was where we were at. Like well, we specific people, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it came to that point, right? And basically what happened is um, we came together to talk about how we, were, how we were feeling. And I was honestly ready to just run. I was ready to shut off my heart. Um, but God really, actually, Delvin initiated it. He was like, you know, I feel like I just need to share with you just everything about my past and all the things that, like, like basically deepest, darkest, darkest secrets type of thing. Um, and so he chose to share with me everything that he either never told anybody before, or like, you know, very few people know about him um, because those are the things that, you know, would naturally make him afraid to open up to somebody. And so I chose to do the same thing and I was able to tell him things about myself that I didn't think I would tell anybody ever. Um, certainly not a guy that I was interested in. Um, and it was really incredible, the freedom that it brought to us because mm. we were just so ashamed of these things and so scared for somebody to know them. And yet there we sat in front of each other. We heard, we listened, and we were still there. <laughs> you know, like neither of us ran, neither of us freaked out. And like, it was really beautiful because after I shared all these things with Delvin, I remember he just stood up and just opened his arms and just hugged me. And it was like such a beautiful picture of Jesus and how he responds to us in the midst of our mess and like our deepest guilt and shame. Um, and so from that moment forward, I would say, um, well, already we'd had such an open and honest communication, um, but that moment really allowed us. To mm -hmm. And from then on, it was just very fast how everything developed um, because we were just so open with each other and I at least for me personally I learned that like when you have that openness with somebody and you're you're willing to be like painfully honest um, your relationship can grow incredibly quickly mm -hmm. um, in a very real way and not in a way that's based on just feelings um, but truly getting to know a person deeply the good and the bad and caring for them and like falling in love with them with all of that, like the full picture of mm -hmm. who they are. Um, 
And so after just two months mm -hmm. of getting to know each other in that way, Delvin asked me to be his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a lot faster than we thought it was going to happen. And for there was definitely people in our lives that were like, wow, this is quick, you know, because yeah. especially for people who knew about um, the previous relationships we'd been in and stuff, it was definitely a shock. Mm. Um, do you want to say anything about that? You're doing a good job. Okay. Like, honestly, I enjoy listening to you tell this story because every time I tell this story, I will tell small details and then I'll jump back and say, oh, I forgot that. And then I'll add more <laughs> details as I go along and it just sounds terrible. So I just really enjoy listening to you tell the story. Okay, we'll just interject if you have something yeah. to say. Um, but yeah, but he's, he's the one who decided though for us to you know, start dating at that point because I honestly thought he wasn't gonna ask me for like a couple more months. Mm -hmm. um, but he asked and I freaked out and I was like, wait, like right now? Or we're doing this now like you want to now mm. <laughs> I was like okay I was like can we pray I felt so bad after like how freaked out he must have been like oh my gosh you're not gonna say yes um but I was like okay let's pray about it so we like sat there we prayed I hadn't answered him or anything I'm like let's just pray so we prayed and honestly like I was just flooded with this peace like in an instant like I just was like and I was like okay this is it. All right. You know? And so I looked at him. I'm, and at that point, I remember you told me, like, you thought I just wasn't going to. He thought I wasn't going to give him an answer that night at that mm -hmm. point. But I just looked at him and I was like, yes. He's like, what? I'm like, yes. Okay. Mm. You know? Um, so that started our, our period of dating. Um, and then two weeks later, COVID started. Um, so that was March of 2020 when mm -hmm. we started dating, March 1st, and literally exactly two weeks after we started dating, um, COVID hit and lockdown started. And at the time, Delvin was actually still living in my home. Mm -hmm. um, and so the amazing thing was that we were able to be extremely transparent with my family and specifically my parents about all of this, and they were super supportive and excited about it. Mm -hmm. um, so we were able to also be open with them about boundaries and just you know, how to handle living in the same home, because obviously that's not something you would plan or, you mm -hmm. know, intentionally try to do in mm -hmm. her relationship. Um, but yeah, so um, we ended up getting to spend so much time together. Um, yeah, like a ridiculous amount of time. Like, like all our time. <laughs> yeah, because like, um, it was like the beginning of COVID, everything was, was closed. Yeah, like, like everything was this closed. This is like maximum lockdown. Yeah, everyone's staying home. You're not seeing anybody who doesn't live with you. Um, and so it was like, obviously don't love COVID, but God definitely used it um, yeah. because our relationship was able to be expedited in a way that just wouldn't have happened if we had been doing school and work and all these things mm -hmm. and like on a normal basis. Mm -hmm. And so this allowed us to like spend, like have devotions every day together and spend hours just talking and getting to know each other more deeply mm -hmm. and talking about the future and um, our dreams and our goals and where we saw God leading us. Um, and so I remember just like a few months into dating, we already knew mm -hmm. um, that we wanted to marry each other, um, which is not something I know Delvin for sure did not think he was going to know that quickly. Mm -hmm. I remember you told me you're like, I need about a year. I'll, you know, after a year of dating, then I'll know. You mm -hmm. remember you told me that? And I was like, all right. And I didn't think it was going to take me that long, but <laughs> I would wait. Um, but then just a couple months in, we just knew already, you know. Um, and so that led to, you know, a few more months of dating, going through a lot, because obviously if you think back to like when lockdown first started, there's a lot of emotions and things we all went through. Mm -hmm. Um, so we kind of got to experience like a lot of highs and lows that you probably would take years to experience with someone. Um, if 
the world was normal <laughs> at the time. And so that definitely allowed us to get to know each other also, like not just the good, but also like when we're stressed, when we're sad, when we're depressed, when we're upset, when we're, fr you know, anxious, frustrated, whatever it is. Yeah, and it's not like we can go anywhere, you know? Yeah. We were, <laughs> we were forced to be in the same yeah, place. Yeah, so, yeah. And actually, our, so our entire dating experience was during COVID, um, during lockdown. And then he, do you want to talk about that? Proposal? Yeah, I proposed to you. Yeah. That's I did that. Can yeah. yeah. We're going to say, how did you know that she was the one? And then how did you know that he was the one? Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. So, I feel like, um, for me, a lot of things lined up first. Um, like, uh, I knew that I wanted uh, a woman who absolutely loved God and God was like number one in her life you know so that was like number one had to be in the woman I was going to marry and um, of course that was Carissa um, and there was a few other things like honestly um, just our our future as well I'm stealing it you know I'm not stealing it you know we talked about this before but anyway stealing my answer I'm not stealing your answer like this is I knew that this was very important to me. Like, I wanted to remain in the Jane and Finch community specifically and, and serve the people here, right? Um, in, I don't know the exact capacity, but just I know I wanted to be here and spend um, most of my time with the people here serving them. And that's what Carissa wanted to do. And that was just amazing to me, you know? That's definitely something that I wanted um, my wife to do with me, you know, just to really immerse ourselves in the community and 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 just um, just really grow in this community with the community as well, right? Just mm -hmm. really be a part of it and serve it as much as we can. And um, I think one of the other things as well was um, um, was just the openness, right? Um, I grew a lot definitely um, through through my uh, relationship with Carissa um, in terms of just being open. You know, I've learned a lot in terms of how to be open and um, still difficult, you know. I still have a challenging time being open, but uh, we've discussed that um, a whole bunch of times and I tell her, like, you've got to pull certain things out of me, um, but I'm still working on trying to um, be a better communicator, you know. Um, because of course it takes two for something to work like that, right? I can't just ask her to pull all the answers out of me every single time, you know. Um, but yeah, like we were, we were just, um, we were just really building on the communication, and it was, um, it was just really beautiful, you know. Um, just being completely open and honest with every, um, every single portion of our life, um, every corner. There were no hidden secrets. Um, yeah, and like, and it was. Yeah, it was just amazing to even experience that, right? Um, mm. And then, honestly, one of the things that that um, I personally had um, a challenge with um, was finances as well. You know, like um, this is something that I told her like I needed to talk about because um, I needed to make sure that um, the financial side of our relationship um, was very clear. Um, there, it wasn't really vague, and um, I needed to know what it was going to look like for the both of us beforehand. Um, and that 
I think that was kind of like the final step for me, where we were kind of on the same page, well, we were on the same page, and I was like, okay, then I can, I can ask you to marry me, you know? Like, everything, every, every box is checked for me, I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> and then, yeah, I knew. Yeah, and then I just, I just knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, my turn? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I mean, it's definitely a similar answer. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing for me was just, like, I felt like he really became my best friend very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always wanted to be able to say, like, you know, I'm marrying my best friend. Like, you know, this is my best friend. Um, and the way that that kind of, like, happened, the way I was able to see him as my best friend was just because, like, he was the first person I was ever able to be, like, fully myself with and not just like you know one part of myself fully but like every single different part of my personality my character the good and the bad um my silliness and my seriousness and like everything in between I was just able to show him like every side of myself and um he got me you know like he actually got me he didn't make me feel weird or um yeah, like I felt like he actually understood me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like, yeah, like I, yeah, I think that like looking back, I realized how important that is if you're gonna marry someone, like what if you can't be like a certain side of yourself, like the silly side of yourself or the side that likes this type of music or, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many different parts to ourselves and like it was amazing to be able to like mm-hmm. show him all these different sides and like be understood. And also so many of them, like, not that we're, the, we're not even close to the same person, but just that like we could, find camaraderie on so many of those things Mm -hmm. you know so not just that you were okay with those things about me but like we got along Mm -hmm. in those ways you know so that was really cool um and then yeah a huge thing for me was the future thing as well because I knew I've known for a few years that I wanted to stay in this community as well and I definitely thought it was going to be very hard to find someone who either grew up here and wanted to stay here or someone who was going to be willing to move here and stay here um, so when I found out that he, um, like, his dream was to actually live here and work with, especially, like, young men, mm-hmm. I thought that was so, like, that was back when we were just getting to know each other, but that really stood out to me. I was like, hmm, okay, <laughs> you know, because, like, I barely hear anyone say that, you know, and for me, I feel um, I want to work with women and children, so it was, like, such a perfect combination of just our passions and who we want to work with, um, and just knowing like we wanted to like we both wanted to have a home that was open you know we feed people mm-hmm. we bring people in like we have people at our house all the time they feel comfortable with us you know and mm-hmm. like um just that the hospitality would also be like you know a big thing as well so yeah i think like those were some of the the biggest things that helped me um yeah just know that he was definitely the one for me mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if i left anything out but i think those are the most important things yeah i think you got a lot mm-hmm. of it and I mean, he's just wonderful, so, you know, it didn't make it that hard to accept. <laughs> um, um, I was, um, sorry, being married, how has your relationship with God changed? How has it changed? Um, I think, for myself, um, my relationship with God has definitely grown, um, just because, um, I feel like we hold each other accountable a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, before I would 
I didn't really have anyone who would, you know, um, tell me, hey, we're going to church today. You know what I mean? When I'm feeling down or sad or tired or whatever mm. the case is. Um, and like a lot of beautiful moments have actually come from that and like significant conversations with people where I just felt like I didn't um, want to go a specific day mm. or, or um, meet with someone on a particular day. And Chris has encouraged me to do that. And like, again, like it's grown my relationship with God um, like so, so much um, through that, right? Um, just because I have her keep me accountable in that way. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think we're also just continually pushing each other to um, spend more time with God and grow that relationship. Um, whether that be waking up in the morning or noticing, hey, you know, you don't look like you're doing so well. Maybe you should take a break and like actually spend some time praying because mm -hmm. that's probably what you need right now more than anything. Um, mm -hmm. So just to have that, um, that support and motivation and, and um, just accountability, um, it has really helped me personally grow in my relationship with mm -hmm. God. Yeah. yeah, for me, I think... Overall, it has definitely grown my relationship with God to be married. Um, I fully agree with what Delvin said about the accountability piece and like just helping each other, like pushing each other to grow. But I also wanted to mention like it's not, hasn't been like a steady incline the whole entire time because mm -hmm. we have fallen into seasons where obviously we haven't been married that long but we have fallen into times like periods of time where we're both just very much in the habit of staying up late and then waking up late and mm -hmm. you know we are only just getting out of the house on time and mm -hmm. we're not having devotions and like we're watching way too much tv and not praying mm -hmm. and you know like yeah, putting like, so many things first like before god we've also gotten really busy like, yeah, there have um, been times when I know life really can get busy. even busier than what it is right now, yeah. but we've gotten pretty busy, and um, yeah, I feel like it's just been trying to find a balance, you know. And yeah. it's, I think it slowly has improved yeah, over time, definitely. It, you know, definitely, um, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's like, not yeah. like that, not like you know, like yeah, that yeah. the whole time. Um, so I think like it's interesting how, at least in our experience, like I feel like marriage can, can like, like help you like push you to end up not spending time with god because you literally have your friend and your spouse right there who's not mm -hmm. doing it either so you guys just get into this habit but then the amazing thing about god is he convicts both of you or one of you you know and then you kind of push each other to get back into that that rhythm so mm. yeah that is definitely super helpful and uh, yeah the church thing too like just staying consistent with things because if one of you doesn't go want to go probably the other one does so then you just end up going like every time yeah um, so that's really great, great too. And I think the other thing for me is like, um, marriage is really hard. And so that has pushed me to spend time with God at times when I haven't been in a good rhythm with him. And I've just been like, I cannot do this without him. And, um, you know, I recognize those times when I have been trying to do it without him. I've been trying to do it without praying for Delvin on a regular basis or without just like spending time with God on a regular basis. And, um, so it's actually pretty cool to look back and just see like, like in a way marriage forces you to mm. spend time with God because like you have to, mm. otherwise disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what do you guys do actively to keep your marriage fresh and alive? Hmm. That is a hard one. Hmm. 
Okay, can you just specify what do you guys exactly mean by fresh and alive? Like hobbies that you do together, maybe like together, you go to restaurants, you have a hobby, you watch movies. So we're not really talking about like the the strength of the marriage. We're talking about like the fun of the marriage. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Mm. We we plan dates. Not as often as we'd like, but... Yeah, we've been working on getting a consistent date night. Um, we have a date jar. That's cool. Yeah, we have a date jar that we put yeah. cash in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's decorated, you know. It's my got, brother's made it for us. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. cute. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's got like these, this picture of these two little dogs kissing. It's Lady and, and the just, Tramp. Yeah, there you go. And then we it's put two money little in dogs. There. I don't know. Um, yeah, we put money in there and then whenever, I don't know, we feel like we need a date. We'll go in there and go on a date. Yeah. Um, what else do we do? Well, yeah. Well, we need to work on that, though. Yeah. We've had, like, date nights together. Need, yeah. But we need more consistent date nights. Yeah. That is a reality. Yeah. We do need more. Um, but it is hard with COVID and, like, you know, so much at home, yeah. you know. So it is kind of hard to keep up with, like, having nice dates. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes. But I think it's good to also learn how to, like, call little things dates. Like, oh, we're watching a movie mm -hmm. let's it's a date you know what i mean like make yeah it i thought like that was weird i'm not even gonna lie you know i was like what do you mean we're just watching a movie but it does make a difference when you like label this as a date because you're also going to behave differently you're gonna you're be gonna, more intentional yeah exactly um yeah so that is definitely i would call those little dates you know yeah and we should just call them that more often yeah <laughs> um and then other than that i mean there's oh so something we did recently is like we really love watching TV and movies, but that's kind of a problem because we like it too much. And so one thing that we did in the past couple months was get um, a lot of board games. Oh, yeah. Because we like playing board games together. Oh, that was our <clears throat> Christmas gift. Yeah, we other. decided instead of like buying each other different Christmas gifts, we would just put all the money towards buying a bunch of board games um, to grow our collection. Yeah. And so we did that. And what else did you get? What did I get? The thing you're addicted to. Oh, wow, way to call me out. We got a Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> he said it was for us to play games together. Nah. No? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, some of, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, sometimes. But apparently he's buying more games for us to play together, so, you know. But, I mean, we do play games together. Do we? Yeah, Or is it just what? when my brothers come over? What? When's the last time does you meet? When's the last been, time does you I've meet? been trying. I've oh. been trying. Listen, we've just yeah, been okay. very busy. Should we very ask busy. you about Zelda? Should we ask you about Zelda? Okay, that's what I thought. What? Zelda's a one-player game. Nah. Anyways. But two people can I watch. think... <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. The gaming stuff, like in terms of board games or video games, is definitely something I would say we try to do we i think we should do it more often yeah. um but it's something that we're trying to you know do more i so think we did it we've been doing a good job it's just that we've been very busy recently yeah, we've been you busy. know because um, we have a lot of board games now we have like a we whole shelf some of them yet. yeah i think we've got like 20 or like Maybe. any kind of game you know like card games board games strategy you know. games yeah we've got like 20 of them know about all our games yeah. anyways so yeah, come over. I think that <laughs> we'll all have a date. A lot of people watch this. Don't tell everybody to come over. Pull <laughs> up my hair. Oh, I'm sorry. What does it take, from your perspective, to have a successful marriage? <laughs> sorry, this is such a. What does it take? All right, so ask me in like ten years. 
Yeah. All, All right. right, let's get serious here. Yeah. What it takes for a successful marriage is number one, prayer. Because I have definitely seen um, the impact that can happen when I pray for Delvin and when mm. I don't. Um, and when I am praying for Delvin on a more regular basis, um, things really change in the good way. Um, and when I'm spending time with God and when he is spending time with God, um, we are able to be more patient with each other and more kind to each other, mm -hmm. um, open up more even when it's hard. Mm -hmm. So prayer and just spending time with God and investing in our relationships with Him, that is mm -hmm. definitely number one. Mm -hmm. um, but another thing is communication, which everybody says, but it's facts. There's no mm -hmm. getting around it. Um, and it's something that we were really good at when we were dating, and it's a lot harder when you get married, at least mm -hmm. for us. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I haven't... I think I understand why it is, you know, because now you're with that person all the time. You know, you go to bed together, you wake up together. So there's no like have a hard conversation, then have some separation type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's something that we are definitely still learning and mm. it's a work in progress. But when we do communicate openly and honestly, the way that we did when we were dating, um, even if things aren't resolved, it just brings so much intimacy, mm -hmm. you know, and depth back to our marriage um and yeah so i think like for me i would say those are the two big ones like mm. what it takes for a successful marriage mm. you know and like just thinking and i think one thing that delvin said once like just remembering that this is a person you're with for life so like you might as well work on it now mm -hmm. you know because they're not going anywhere. This mm -hmm. is never, you know, we're going to be here forever. And especially, at least for me, thinking about our future kids and, like, the family that we want to have together. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, what kind of marriage do we want to have in front of them, you know, mm -hmm. and in front of people in general that we mentor and that we do ministry with, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so I think also, yeah, you know what? Also thinking about the fact that this isn't, this is, marriage is actually not for us, you know. Like, we didn't get married for us. We really got married because we felt God calling us to get married because of the ministry we could do together. So I think that actually remembering that and remembering why we're doing this mm -hmm. helps a lot mm. to actually work on our marriage and not just let things happen. Because when you just let things happen in marriage... That's a slippery slope, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ten years go by and you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. You know, Not that I know, but you know... Like, <laughs> This is what I've heard. I mean, a couple of weeks go by, a couple of months go by. Well, yeah, I guess know, from like a couple of weeks experience, right? Um, yeah, a couple of weeks go by and you're like, oh my gosh, how come we haven't talked about this? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah. And then uh, that's when you kind of have to decide like what's going to be more important. Um, you know, going out to a certain place tonight or like actually sitting down and having a conversation about you know, what's been going on. Yeah. Right? Because even though life gets busy, you have to put um, certain things ahead, right? Like your marriage, you're going to have to put ahead of certain relationships, right? Um, yeah. uh, certain activities, right? Um, otherwise, like, your marriage is just going to affect every other part of your life, right? Um, it does, either way. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, um, if it's good or it's bad, it affects everything. Yeah. I think <clears throat> also intentionality is very mm. important. Um, just being in intentional with everything you do. Um, yeah. Yeah, because like you can, can be really lazy. I honestly I feel like lazy a lot of the times. Um, um, 
but like just being intentional even spontaneous just trying like if like i'll have random thoughts sometimes and um i'll be like yeah maybe i'll do that today like even just flowers like randomly you know um being spontaneous just to make her smile or make her feel good you know what i mean just to let her know that i love her and it's not i don't think it's just the flowers it's the idea that i thought of her today you know um because uh, we don't always talk throughout the day but you know the the flowers are a gesture saying hey you know what like i was thinking about you today i miss you i love you you know what i mean um yeah <laughs> Close it off. What is the advice you have for young married couples or couples who maybe they want to get married like you guys did earlier and they feel God leading them? What is some advice that you can give them? Mm. Definitely seek counsel um, mm. before you decide on your own. Um, we spent a lot of time praying and fasting um, before, we got, before we got married. Before we got engaged. Yeah, even before we got engaged, actually, yeah. We spent a lot of time praying and fasting, and um, we actually prayed that um, if this is not what God wants, to close the door, you know? Um, if this isn't what he wants, to mm -hmm. take this away from us, take this, um, like, yeah, if, if God doesn't want us together, let that be, you know? Um, but just be open to, you know, this not being the right thing as well. Mm. Um, and what God wants uh, but also yeah just seek counsel and, and speak to your mentors and, and yeah, just people who you really trust and um, if you trust their opinion of course but specifically mentors because everyone's going to have their own opinion um, mm -hmm. yeah just yeah, have a lot of people involved um, yeah. in your relationship don't just kind of keep it to yourself as well yeah yeah, yeah that's great advice for before marriage I think that um, for married couples, especially like newly married couples, um, just remember that Satan hates marriage. Mm -hmm. And so the second you get married, even before when you're engaged, you're going to be under attack. Mm -hmm. And the amount of spiritual attack that we have experienced um, since getting engaged is insane. Mm. And we haven't always done the best job of addressing it and recognizing it for what it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we're really trying to actively work on. Mm -hmm. um, because, like, Satan literally hates marriage because it is designed to be a picture of God's love for us mm -hmm. and the relationship he wants to have with us. And so when you do it right and when it's good and when it's centered on Christ, it's beautiful and it's amazing and it truly is a gift. Like, I so often just look at my life and I'm like, wow, like, thank you because I could never have seen this, you know, mm. in my future. But once you have it, like, you got to fight for it and you got to protect it. You know, mm. you got to pray, you got to fight those battles. Um, and you cannot just let Satan have his way because the, like, it's so easy for there to just be, like, irritability between you, you know, or just not being open, hiding things. Um, just not expressing yourself, you know, not expressing the love that you have for each other. Um, there's so many traps you can fall into. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, um, don't just take things as they come. Really pay attention, you know, to the things that you're struggling with and the things that are difficult and actively work against them. Because I think unless you, if you don't do that, you're headed to a failed marriage, really, mm -hmm. you know. So 
yeah, I think that that's um, the best advice that I could give if you're married or newly married, especially. Because mm. I wish that we'd done a better job of that even from like day one, you mm. know? So, yeah. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you, mm. and Carissa. We appreciate <laughs> everything. Thank you. <laughs> That's all, folks. We out. <laughs>